Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And welcome to our listeners from Western Australia. If you missed any of the first hour, including our Asian Cup roundtable with Simon Hill and Paul Williams, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Global Game SEN. Daniel Garp here with you alongside... Alex Brosk, let's talk some English football now with Spencer Pryor, former Manchester City, Leicester City defender, is on the line. Hello, Spencer. Good evening. Evening, Garvey. Evening, Broski. Hey, mate. Nice to be with you, mate. Um, we're chatting FA Cup and Premier League with thanks to Paramount Plus, catch the A-Leagues, the FA Cup, which we'll talk about, the Socceroos, all live this summer only on yeah. Paramount Plus. Uh, just um, some small news as we touched on at the start of the show. Spencer, uh, to uh, get us busy over the weekend, Jurgen Klopp announcing in uh, shocking circumstances that he will be leaving Liverpool at the end of the season. So, I mean, what do you make of it? And I guess more to the point, what impact do you think it will have on this Liverpool squad that is top of the table and has their sights firmly fixed on the title? Yeah, I know they do. And I'm quite looking forward to seeing Man City spoil the party here, actually. (laughs) Let's see. Let's make yourself. sure this happens and they don't it's not like this lovely fairy tale thing that <laughs> finishes up. Look, he's he's done great. Um he he turned the club around. So I think his accolades will be sort of remembered as 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 such. Um I wouldn't say he's the greatest ever Liverpool manager, but you know that you know, I think Bob Paisley's six Premier League or six league championships and three Free um, European Cup, so I think probably supersede that. But you know, he, he did turn the fortunes around at the club, and I think you know, I think the challenge will be what what happens post him with players like Mo Salah um, and Van Dijk, and you know, he's established players that he's managed to build those relationships. Obviously, what it's done now is create a whole world of speculation of people that you know. Are getting linked with the job. Who's going to take over there at Liverpool? Who's going to take over Barca? Where's Klopp going to go after? It's, there's a whole raft of sort of changes likely to happen now, right? I mean, and just on that, so Xabi Alonso is the early favourite mm. to take over and what he's doing there um, in Germany. Is Ange any shout in your opinion? Absolutely not. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's a valid one, Broski, and I and I respect it being an Aussie that you're going to ask the question. But I think, I think he's got too much of a job to do at Tottenham to start with. I think uh, I don't think he's going to just suddenly go in there, cement the, the way that he wants to do things, and then bail on them. I think he'll he'll establish him. He'll establish himself at Tottenham first, and and try and get them to a position where they're in the top four. And then that might that might then cement something with one of the bigger boy. I'm, I'm not saying Tottenham are, aren't a big boy, but you know what I mean with mm. one of like the mm. the Man United, Liverpool, or, or Man City, or Chelsea. You know, but I think Tottenham. I think I think he'll he'll want to get his stuff right at mm-hmm. Tottenham first, and and I don't think we'll be seeing him bailing from London anytime soon. Yeah, 
I think if this happened 12 months down the line, he'd be a mm. bigger chance, Ange. And I think he would struggle to say no, being a boyhood Liverpool fan, to be honest. But he, I think he's just fixated on Tottenham right now. And I don't think he'll be quite in the mix. Oh, you're, all, and, you're all Liverpool fans. All you was is you're bloody <laughs> Liverpool fans, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know it's what? Liverpool fans. Is that the Craig Johnson effect? Yeah, I Craig think Johnston, is. Harry Kill, and being a bloody good football team has a, a fair impact <laughs> on it, um, Spencer. Um, so... Yeah, I think it's probably too early for him. 12 months down the line, maybe. But, you know, if Zabi Alonso says no and someone else says no, then perhaps he he comes into the mix a little bit more. I think it will be Zabi Alonso. And I think Jurgen Klopp is, if not the second or third best manager in Liverpool history, I think he's the second most inspirational after Bill Shankly in terms of what he's done for the city and all that. So I want to ask you, Spence, and I spoke with Broski about yeah. this at the start of the show. As someone who's been inside the dressing room of an English football club, how do you see this going? And take your your Man City um, favouritism aside and, and yeah. think about it cleanly. Like, how, As a former player, do you think this will inspire Liverpool to the title or will it potentially distract players who are now concerned about their future? No, look, I'll be completely honest, Garby, and I think it'll have absolutely zero impact, either positive or negative. I think the players are... I think the players are just going to be professional athletes and go out and try and do their job. If anything, it will inspire rather than go the other way. But that said, as much as it will inspire the players to go on, that that doesn't really count for much when it comes to actually getting 22 players on the pitch. The opposition is still going to be competing as hard. And if anything, the opposition are going to be competing even harder to... Mm. Uh, it's it's the English in us, right? We just, we want to spoil the party. We really <laughs> want to. And I know we're going to be talking about the FA Cup stuff in a minute, right? Yeah. But we love spoiling the party. And, you know, I... I I was fortunate enough to play for Norwich City at Anfield on the last ever day of the COP before the COP was made all-seater. And we won 1-0. We turned them over. So we love spoiling parties. That's what we, we, we like that. So I think I think there's going to be that sort of attitude from opposition going forward. But I, th- I think if anything, it might inspire the players a little bit more. I don't think they'll get sidetracked, worried about their futures. I was there when Chelsea spoiled the party and Stephen Gerrard, as we know, slipped mm-hmm. and Jose Mourinho came with there those slow game. I was there on the sideline and, uh, you know, it was a horrible time. I went into work mode straight away because it was difficult to comprehend. That being said, uh, the Liverpool crowd, I think, will be, and this team's a bit more experienced now. They've won it before. The crowd will be different level and that might help them get through it. But, yeah, it's going to be a fascinating watch. Broski? And mate, just touching on those FA Cup results then, Liverpool managed yeah. a, a 5-2 win over Norwich uh, in, in progressing to the next round. I mean, off yeah. the back of the news, they host Chelsea on Thursday morning Ooh, game. before travelling to the Emirates to, to face Arsenal. So a defining few days uh, for their season then. Yeah, February is going to be is going to be crunch time. It really is. And um, yeah, I think, I think given the way that the fixtures have all panned out and there's been, you know, last week there was like, not much football going on and it was a bit disjointed and F- FA Cup. I think once we get into into February, get through February, March, I think February's February's gonna be such a defining month for not just for Liverpool, but for the for the whole top four, for the relegation battle. I think it's really gonna sort out a, a an enormous amount, you know, over the course of the next month. So 
yeah, tough few, few games coming up for Liverpool. Arsenal are obviously flying as well. Chelsea's super tough, and it's um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a very very interesting month ahead. Before we get on to the FA Cup, because we want to talk about Maidstone United, speaking of a big month ahead, I mean, more news this week about problems at Manchester United. Marcus Rashford, Spencer, missing training after going out to a nightclub. Like, Mm. it just keeps happening, these sorts of stories at Manchester United. And we keep saying that something's not right in the dressing room and all that. But it's as clear as day, isn't it? I mean, when when a player of Rashford's repute is doing something like that. Look, as players... We could we could get away with it back in the day. We could when we could just you know, especially in Manchester, we could do what we've kind of wanted and and everybody loved us for it. But, you know, now with the with with the full spotlight on everybody, I believe he was over in Ireland, but mm-hmm. it's 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 um you, you can't do anything now and, and you know what, right? So I, I think the way Marcus Rashford conducted himself through COVID where he yeah. was doing stuff off the pitch. Right. I think he raised, he, he, you know, his profile went so high and the respect was so high for the stuff he was doing off the pitch. But we've got to remember that it's the stuff that he's been doing on the pitch that actually managed to fuel and finance and build that reputation. Just, I, I want to see, and, and you know, he is getting paid a lot of money. So for all the goodwill stuff he was doing, he's kind of undone it with the general public now. We're going like, is another guy that's earned one of the highest paid players in the in the Premier League that can't just focus on doing his job. Like, do your job. It's it's like anybody else. If you don't do your job properly, you you, you lose your job. And but that's yeah, a problem as well, right? I mean, I Ten Hag has spoken about culture and how right? hard, it, how bad it was when he got in. I mean, and you've got this guy who's, who's key to what you're doing constantly doing these things, at what point is enough enough for, even from for Ten Hag's point of view? And you're right. And how long do you protect him? And mm. then that undermines his position as the manager because yeah. he's letting him get away with certain stuff. You can find him. But, mate, if he's on 300000 a week, what are you going <laughs> to find him? How, I mean, how much is that going to hurt him? So, you know, it's it's um, – it's it's like how, how much do you let people players get away with that stuff, and then you let one get away with it, and then you've lost your you've lost your dressing room completely. It just seems like it's, it seems like players don't want to be there. This is how Jaden Sancho had happened with Rashford. There have been others. It seems like they don't want to be there. Martial a couple of seasons ago, he's still at the club. It just seems like they are like Rashford needed a break. Like I need to get away from this place. It's doing my head. Well, in. Is it that, yeah, that's the feeling it, you is get it that they don't. Is it that they don't want to play for the club? They don't, or they 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 don't like what's going on at the very top. Is it that they? Well, no one knows because no one's coming out. Is it that they don't like Ten Hag's way of coaching or managing? You know his man management style. Mm. Is if if it doesn't fit? You know when Jaden Sancho left, the message that he came out on his socials around looking forward to playing with a smile on my face again. <laughs> you know it's it was a real dig. It yeah. was an out-and-out out out dig at the club, right? I don't know whether, again, I don't know whether it was a dig at the club or whether it was a dig at the manager. But, yeah, it, there, there's still problems, fundamental problems that I don't, well, they're not going to get fixed this year. I, You know, we've seen Sir Jim Ratcliffe's come in now to take charge of football operations. That might have a good impact, a real positive impact, but you can't turn it around overnight. It's not going to be instant, so... 
you know, how, how long that takes to fix up, mm. oh, who knows? As Liverpool and Man City fans, that's one thing we can unite on. Long may it uh, continue. Uh, they got past Newport County of League Two in the FA Cup United. Uh, the story, though, of the FA Cup was Maidstone United, who have made it Brilliant. through to the fifth round, and they are the first club from outside the top five tiers of English football to reach the FA Cup fifth round since Blythe Spartans in 1977-78. What an effort. They knocked out Ipswich, who are currently second in the championship with their own Maslowongo in midfield. And now they've drawn potentially Coventry in the next round. And there was three balls left in the but in the in the in the uh in the hat and one of them was Man City and everybody's <laughs> going, oh please let this come true. This will be a most amazing fixture. Um you know it's it's incredible. 98 I'll say again, 98 league places between the two teams. 98. Wow. I don't think we can fathom how big a gap that is down here. You know, but Andrew's actually come out and spoke about the talent, the different, you know, there's not a, a super amount of difference in terms of players' ability in, you know, whether it's from conference going up to championship, there really, really isn't that much difference. It's A lot of it is to do with opportunity. And, you know, these boys down at Maidstone, they, you know, they've got day jobs. They've got day jobs. They're going looking after autistic kids and driving around in vans. And, and mm. you know, they're doing that during the day and then they're training at night. So to go and play against the top championship team in Ipswich, you were pushing for the Premier League and actually be able to turn them over, I think is an enormous credit to them. And, you know, the big thing for that club, They've now banked over or just under £400,000 over the course of this FA Cup run. So, you know, the financial benefit for the club for the Cup run has been invaluable. And um, we spoke about it last week. But, you know, when you play against these sort of sides, you really don't want to be the one that's going to get turned over for mm-hmm. by them. And uh, credit to them to, for, 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 for getting themselves as far as they have now. And they'll they'll actually go into the next round believing they can go do it again and turn turn over whoever they play next. That would be something else. You can catch that clash, of course, on Paramount Plus. They have the FA Cup exclusive uh, here in Australia. Spencer Pryor, thanks for joining us. With thanks to Paramount Plus, of course, a massive week of Premier League action coming up midweek and then the weekend as well. Look forward to uh, talking to you about it all next week. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Take care, guys. Good night. Good night. Back with plenty more coming up after the break. It's not good night for us. The women's game, plenty more A-Leagues action and more big football topics coming your way on the global game on the SEN Network.